Well, welcome to our Awakening Moments podcast. And Lori and I are just so thrilled to join you today. And we have something just unique and different that we're going to do today. And that is walking you through our journal entries and how God is speaking to our lives right now. And it also is to encourage you in your time with the Lord on how you can hear from God. And this might be very foreign to some of you. It might be something that you practice already. But we want to walk you through a few of our entries. I'm going to start and we'll kind of just see where it goes. It just might be end up being my journal entries today. But just a few of them to kind of show you how God is speaking to my life personally. And I just pray that through that you are ministered to and that you feel the comfort of God. I really feel right now the Lord is bringing comfort to his people in the middle of discipline and realigning. His grace and his comfort is covering us so that we are able to feel the overwhelming love of God in the midst of all just a realigning because if we don't have that love of God, we can literally feel overcome. But he is comforting us with his realignment, saying, I have a plan and a purpose and I see you and I love you and I will not leave you abandoned. I will not leave you as an orphan. I'm going to take you to the other side. And so so we just want to jump into that today. Oh, I love that, Rhonda. Okay. I have a question for you before you start. Okay. So how do you feel about reading your journal? Is that like a vulnerable thing? Is it kind of, does it feel like, are you comfortable with that? Like, I mean, it's your most personal, you know, thoughts from the Lord. How do you feel about kind of just sharing some of those things? Well, definitely I've selectively chosen which ones I'm going to share today. I mean, there's other ones that the Lord is probably made, maybe another podcast, like a bit more of those. <laughs> the conviction? The conviction ones. <laughs> today, it's more the comfort. I've chosen the comfort ones, the ones that, and I think honestly, my own life, God speaks specifically to each of us. And I often, to be honest, struggle with, earning and striving. I always want to take that bait. And I feel like oftentimes the Lord reminds me, even before he begins to dive into things a bit deeper, that I won't be sharing all of those ones today. But he often will remind me and in the middle of and end with comfort and encouragement to say like, I love you. Like this, just that affirmation. He is so faithful. So that's a beautiful part of God. He ministers to us so individually and so uniquely. I mean, it's universal. We all need to know the love of God. I mean, God, we all hear it, but even in our journaling, like if we were to look at yours and I, they're, they're a little bit different because God speaks specific, but it is a vulnerable place for me to share. This is not to be tested theologically. Like, <laughs> you know, this is just my journal. I'm just sharing a little bit today. So maybe that's a little bit part of me is like, oh, is someone going to be like, that's like, <laughs> I, I think it's on. But, you, and it, you know, we hear in part two, this is just what I am yeah. feeling. And there's part of some of this in here that I want God to speak to my heart. Absolutely. <laughs> so we, yeah, we yeah. you know, we, like they said, we prophesy, we prophesy in part we hear in part, this is exactly us exercising the gift to hear yeah. our shepherd. It's not perfect, but it's definitely with an intention. I want to hear from you, God, and I want to record what I feel like you're saying. Exactly. Oh, but that's I lo- a good question. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because like, <laughs> it is true. you know, it's, it's a vulnerable thing because our journals are the space where also unfiltered, yeah. we are writing our hearts like back to God, like what is on our heart today? What do we want God to speak about? What is God speaking? You know, when you take pen to paper or for me, I do a lot of my journaling on my computer typing, but as soon as I sit down to do it, like it's from a listening posture and I'm writing what I'm sensing God saying to me. It's not really me per se in the sense that like, I'm just making it up off the top of my head. I'm sensing, okay, this is the direction. And then the words start Mm -hmm. to flow and the words start to come. But 
I think the other side of it that I would love for our listeners to know is that like a lot of the conversations we have in this podcast come from, Mm -hmm. they're the outflow of our journals. They really are. We don't necessarily read them word by word, word for word, but they are the outflow. They are the things that God is speaking to us about bringing revelation on, bringing conviction on. Mm -hmm. Those are the topics we're talking about in the podcast. So again, there's like, it's vulnerable, yes, but at the same time, we have been practicing kind of using the journal as the the whatever the the starting place mm. for the conversations that we're entering into on this podcast. Wouldn't you say so? I think that's a great way of yeah. explaining it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, well, Let's I'm going to dive in and yeah. actually I'm going to start with a little bit of a story. Okay. Because my journal entry is not my name. Like when God speaks to me, he doesn't speak, he doesn't call me by Rhonda, which and I just want to say a little bit about it because I think this is a really neat, like even for for some of you, this might just really minister to you. This was years ago. Like I would have been in my 20s when I first came to Life Center and God did a transformative work in my life, like a really transformative work. And from that, I just felt like God re just kind of showed me his my identity, re kind of structured a little bit of that. Because like I said, I, I we've talked very openly about different things, but for myself with striving and approval and, you know, that kind of legalistic way inside of me and not necessarily knowing the love of God, having a relationship with God, but always feeling like I was just not hitting the mark. And when I came to Ottawa, we've talked a little bit about we had a renewal in our previous podcast about having a renewal and really it changed my whole life in my 20s. My my entire identity changed, everything changed. And during that time, I just felt like the Lord gave me a new name between him and like between him myself. And it was a, a biblical character. And it's not a name I would have necessarily chosen for myself or it was just like literally in a time of prayer. And since that time, I literally journal this name. So when I see the name, it's literally when I know it's the journal from God. Wow. And the name is Deborah. He's always called me Deborah. And so he'll call me Deborah. And it actually is not, I go by Rhonda in real life, like on this time here, but it's almost like an identity piece yeah. that when he speaks it, Deborah in the Bible was a leader and really was a powerful judge and a warrior. She actually went to war was one of the few judges that you hear about when they asked her to go with them on her white horse Rhonda <laughs> I okay on her white horse I know well, here you go <laughs> so she's really special I didn't know how much I'd love her but and she's not a huge part that no. there's only a few chapters dedicated to Deborah she sings a song like it's pretty powerful so I just felt and I didn't really know much about Deborah honestly to be honest I didn't even know who she was really and so I I've kind of through my life taken a lot of time to study a bit more about her but it really was a piece. So when I read that, even when the first line I write, it's almost like I'm aligning myself to something that I don't even always see in myself. And that's a beautiful thing. Like you might find like God even might calls you, you're his daughter or his son. And that might even just writing that down might be really hard for you. But just first off, I won't even start. Open your heart to say like, God, how do you see me? Like, not just like, you know, little one, I don't know child yeah. whatever it may be but god is going to show you exactly as you do your journal or as you write what that could look like and it could be your name it could be something else but i just said it's really unique for me i needed that um that god needed to kind of realign that a little bit for my life and for many others they write their name down i'm just saying it's really and so neat. you've done this for like oh, years and years and years 25 like years when you're when you're journaling something you feel god is speaking to you you'll write that name and then write what you sense that's that he's right. saying to you wow i was 20 so i was cool. 21 years old close to 22 years old when this happened wow. so that's been the journey so wow and how did like how did it how did it come about that 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 was the name was it was there uh 
It was literally added like a supernatural moment. I just literally felt okay, in my spirit those okay. few moments in your life yeah. when you literally feel okay. a voice comes from the outside in. Okay. Not that I heard it audibly, but it was like not just me no, thinking it, it. It really resonated. Yeah, because I'm spirit. giving you a new name. You're no longer when I speak to oh, you, I'm gonna speak to you as Deborah. Because wow. this is what I've called you and I want you to know. And he just began to wow. speak into my life. And I almost I I've looked for that Bible. I somehow have misplaced the Bible. Okay. I, during our couple of our moves i don't know what's happened to it so many times i've like cried about it because i actually wrote in that bible the exact words that the lord spoke to me Kay. in that sovereign moment so anyway it was definitely something god needed to realign in my spirit for what he had so as i read my my journal the, i just wanted to open up with that because you know it really is part of my journey and i think god this might speak to even if it's one or two of you listening that you all of a sudden realize oh wow like god you could what do you want to, what's your name for me? Like I have my earthly name, but is there something you want to say through that? And uh, anyway, it's very tender. He's That's very tender beautiful. to us. That's so, so beautiful. So I'm going to just start. And this is what I do is I spend time in the word. I spend time just listening to just being quiet. I love solitude. So after I study the word, I'll, I'll just be quiet. And then I'll just start to, after when I'm ready, I'll start to journal my prayers. I'm a journaler. Some of you may just say it out loud, but I start to journal and then I'll stop and I'll wait and then I'll say, okay, Father, what do you want to say to me? And then I'll begin to just let the pen go. And I don't overthink it. I'm not testing every word. This is between him and I. So like we've said, <laughs> this is just raw from we're reading. I'm literally reading mm -hmm. from my journal today. And and may it minister to you today. Yes. So as you read these words, like I, I just want to receive from the Lord through what he's spoken to you. So, you know, posture your heart as Rhonda, you know, begins to just read some of the things that the Lord has spoken to her heart because, you know, his heart for you, Rhonda, is his heart for all of us. Like Absolutely. it really is his heart towards us, how he loves us and what, how he wants to encourage us and how he wants to bring comfort to us. So may our, all of our hearts be open as open to receive as you uh, just begin to read over us today. So thank you for doing that. I love that. Well, here we go. Okay, so Deborah, I see you. I have called you by name and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you walk through the fire of affliction, you will not be burned. For I will be your shade. I will uphold you with my mighty hand and nothing can separate you from my love. My love is sure, and you can build your life upon it. It is a foundation on which you stand. I love you with an everlasting love. My love will not falter or fade. My love is eternal and will always provide light for your way and rest for your soul. You are mine. I love you, and I have called you by name. Call to me, and I will listen to you, and I will reveal my steadfast love for you and the mysteries I have kept hidden in the secret place. I'm giving you a fresh understanding of the keys of my kingdom for it is yours. All I have is at your hand to is all all I have is for you and I have provided care for you. You need only ask. Great is my love for you. Great is my promise for you and revival is at hand. My church needs to experience my pleasure in a renewed way and this is why at this time I have placed you in a place of intimacy with me that you may know the pleasure I have for you. May it overflow. Can you perceive it? You will behold my face and a great outpouring is about to begin. I've counted my church worthy to receive my call. Follow, follow into the land of flourishing for such a time. 
Walk with me in the cool of the day. Meet with me with your offering. Build with me in faith. Trust me in the darkest storms and hear me in the quiet whisper. Follow me in paths unknown and in the provision I have ordained for you and for your children's children. Know me as I've betrothed you as my one bride and chosen you. See my redemption hand. Where you have been unfaithful, I remain faithful still. Hold firm to my promise. Even when it looks impossible, my favor is upon you. Bask in the glory of my presence where I will reveal to you my great power. Be courageous for I have called you to walk to conquer what I've already overcome. You are mine. All that I have is yours and all that I am is available to you. Behold. And I'm just going to move on to this one. I love my time with you. I love to hear your thoughts, concerns, desires, dreams, and confessions. I love making you free by removing everything and anything that would hinder you from knowing me and being known and walking in all that I've provided for you. As I've walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day, I long to walk with you. As I end revelation with the fullness of my, of my presence dwelling with you, so I long to dwell with you, to be fully present and fully experienced. It is a kingdom now mindset. Draw close to me and I will draw near to you. When you call on me, I will always answer you. I have and will make my home with you. Come to me when you are weary. Come to me with songs of thanks. Come to me for wisdom. Come to me to confess. Come to me with your dreams. Come to me with your pain. Come to me with your questions. Come to me. And as you do, I will draw close to you and I will give you strength, joy, encouragement, wisdom, grace, forgiveness, discernment, fulfillment, peace, answers. I will reveal to you mysteries and will give you prophetic insight and messages for my children to bring life. I will draw close to you with my heart to be known by me and I will make myself known to you. I love you. I am testing the faithfulness of my church in the season, for I am with you. I am testing the devotion and trust that I will take care of you, that I will give you all that you need, for I will and have given you my very presence. So listen to my voice. Do what is right in my eyes. Holy Spirit will be faithful to show you. Obey my commands and words that you may live, that you may flourish and walk restored, redeemed, and healed, for I am with you. I have had your devotion, but I want to have your complete attention. Follow me. I will make you fishers of men. Are you ready to fish? For the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Are you ready to farm and fish? I have set you as a city on a hill. Are you ready to shine? I am with you and will never leave you or forsake you. Are you ready to abide? I am pouring my spirit upon you in a renewed way. Prophesy. Declare my glory among the nations. See my wonders and might. I am the Lord God Almighty. I love you. You are precious to my heart, and my eyes are upon you. Great are my plans. So we could stop there for a little bit. So beautiful. Rhonda, thank you so much (laughs) for sharing that with us. That is so beautiful. I think you've painted such a beautiful picture of even how God speaks. So, you know, as you wake in the morning or maybe for some it's in the evening and take time in God's word, reading God's word, you know, could be just part of your Bible reading plan that you're reading from. Um, it could be a portion or a story that you're studying and, and you read God's word and kind of take it in almost like food, like it's feeding your mm-hmm. spirit and you sit in that and you read it and you let God speak through that and you let, you know, parts of the scriptures, parts of the story kind of sit with you and then you stop 
and then mm. you stop for a moment. Like I love this as, and again, it's not a ritual, so to speak. It's not like a, you know, this is the way mm-hmm. you have to get mm-hmm. God to speak to you. God actually is always speaking, but we're just not always listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So I just love that kind of just way that you laid out for us. And then you sit and you just sit in solitude and silence. And, you know, that is one of the spiritual disciplines that I think is so underutilized for most of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of us, it's like a time issue, you know, but for, for most of us, honestly, it's not a time issue. It's a priority. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, it feels unfruitful when you're doing it. You can't necessarily see or feel the fruit of just sitting in silence and sitting in solitude and just resting in that moment. A lot of us have a hard time getting a hold of our mm. thoughts. So mm-hmm. silence and solitude, sometimes our thoughts run away and stress comes in and worry comes in and anxiety comes in and all the things we have to do that day or all the things that are coming the next day or all the conflicts from the day, mm-hmm. um, whether it be stuff in the world, whether it be personal issues, right? All of these things, when we sit in silence and solitude, they're like right there. We can't push them away anymore. They're, they're just, they're stuck there. So for a lot of us, it's not, it doesn't feel like a fruitful activity and it actually doesn't feel like a life giving activity because Mm -hmm. some of that painful stuff, some of that stuff we want to shove down that we don't want to think about. We want to just busy away from our life. It starts to come up to the surface, but that's the exact point of it. That is the exact point. It's like, okay, here, I'm going to feed my spirit. Now I'm going to just sit and I'm going to let whatever needs to kind of come up to the surface of my life, whether God needs to speak to something, whether I need, whether there's repentance Mm -hmm. that needs to happen, whether there's just an acknowledgement of, Mm -hmm. you know, what's happening in that day. And then I think in that space, there's this beautiful marrying of like inviting God into all that mess like saying like, God, like this is all the mess. (laughs) What's happening in the world? What's happening in my life? What's happening in my family? What's happening in my work? Like what's happening in my own heart, the, the, the inner uh, stresses and conflicts and Mm -hmm. things that are wrestling that we're wrestling through in our own spirit. God, I want to invite you and your presence and your spirit into all of that, Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. of that mess and all of that pain and all of that difficulty and all of that hardship. And God, would you give me revelation? Would you give me hope? Would you give me peace? Right. And then all of a sudden you open up the journal and it's like, God, like, what are you saying? Or if you're not sensing God saying anything, I love the idea that you said of writing down your prayer then either verbally pray pray through once you've sat once stuff is mm-hmm. kind of come up start to pray through that i like to write my prayers too and very similarly to you like when i sit and i physically write a prayer um i find that often that god will give me an answer or a response to that prayer mm-hmm. and even sometimes i get so specific that i write the prayers down almost like one line at a time like god this is like i this is what i need what i'm pulling from you today and i'll write them down and i'll leave space under each one almost like bullets like 10 bullets 15 bullets of like okay i need i'm seeking wisdom on these things and then and then wait and i go back pray them again listen what are you saying about this and often god will just there'll be just something in my spirit that is a response to those prayers Mm. so you know what you read today is so beautiful because you can hear in that the response of god's heart 
to your prayers, to the cries of your heart, to Mm -hmm. what you're wrestling through, to what you're going through. And Mm -hmm. I just love how you sort of painted that picture of how to hear from God personally and intimately. And like, I know even just listening, like it brought such comfort, Mm -hmm. you know, to me just to hear those words again, to be reminded of those promises and those truths, because that's how God feels towards every one of us. And it's powerful. It's so powerful. Mm, It's so beautiful. And that, that's exactly like, and I think even when you're writing, you, you just start writing. And I mean, I've got journals on journals. I just chose the most recent ones from this year that are a bit more like where I'm at right now. But I just feel like even as you're writing, it can be really easy to stop and assess everything you're doing. And this is that, even that discipline to be like, you're, you're just letting God, you're, learning how to hear as a sheep your shepherd and it really is often and i probably find Lori, for yourself too that often there's more comfort and love than there is any word of like alignment or correction or discipline in the sense of love like it's always done a way to, it's always it comes through love through love so much of but it but even when you when you read that like there is an alignment to there that there is there yeah. is like like Rhonda, yep. align to my truth, align to who I am, but it's in such a gentle exactly. and loving and intimate way of like the father pulling you back into mm. the covering and the protection of what he has already provided for you. But but again, there is like that like call mm-hmm. to come under this. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to, because what would be the opposite of that? going and doing it your own way, going into striving, going into trying to make things happen in your own or going into worry or going Mm -hmm, into stress mm -hmm. or going into like all of these spaces where God's saying, no, 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 no. Come, come back, come close, Mm -hmm. come under, Mm -hmm. trust me, do it my way. I've given you, right? So it is corrective, but I, I get what you're saying. Like I didn't hear any any harsh correction even in how the lord spoke to you in that and i just think that's so beautiful isn't it so beautiful because you know i think even as you're talking Lori, these this is also like god his word is his word this is just my practice of hearing and prayer okay this is a discipline of prayer nothing comes close to the word of god like anything we want to know about the heart of god the actual concrete word like is the word of God. This is just my own journal and exercise, but the journal and exercise is meant to nurture my intimacy with God. It's not actually, this is not my truth. Like it's what I'm writing. So I want to be really careful about this. Like this is not my truth. Okay. But this is part of my intentional practice to nurture intimacy with God. This is what this looks like. The word of God is truth. And God speaks his heart. If you start to look, once you have that culture, we have to nurture that intimate love of understanding God loves me. And that often comes through prayer. It often comes through revelation of those practices that work with the power of God. Okay, all of it and the Holy Spirit. And the the word of God. And the word of God. That now when we pick up the word of God and we look at scriptures, we can see it through the lens of like, God loves me. This is not a scripture. This is not a book of rules, a book of punishment, a book of God saying, well, if you don't do this, this is it. It's saying like, I know God that you are showing me how much you love me. And as I read your word, 
the word is reading me. It is transforming me from a place of love because in my private time, I'm also intentionally trying to cultivate this opposite way of receiving the love of God and acceptance of God because you know what? My natural way is to want to earn it or feel like I'm not good enough or that God's going to judge something. And yes, is he going to call out fruit in my life? Absolutely. He loves me so much. But when I have that cultured, nurtured relationship daily in the practice of journaling, of praying, of solitude, of hearing his voice, I can see the word through the eyes of God's love for me and allow the Holy Spirit to bring the truth of that through love. Because true love cuts into (laughs) what is harming me. And, but if I don't have the filter in the sense of first off the Holy Spirit's power, but the filter of like, this is through a heart of love from my father for me versus the heart of a judge, like the eyes of a judge that's going to come and call me out. We can really twist scripture and actually scripture cannot transform us. But when we have the heart of love, love will transform us because we'll want to obey because we love him. God says that. If you love me, you'll obey me. He's not saying, obey me, then I'll love you. He's saying, if you love me, you'll obey. So we need to see the scriptures as like, God loves us through that filter. Oh, so good. Because honestly, transformation has never come through law. No. It's never come through rules. It hasn't. Transformation of the heart Mm -hmm. has never come that way. And in fact, that's why this entire gospel story is based on grace. Yeah. Because rules could not transform a heart. They could not change a life only by grace, only through the grace Mm. of Jesus. I love the contrast that you made there a minute ago about like your truth versus like the truth of the word of God. And the scriptures say, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth and the life, like that Jesus himself, and he's the word made flesh. So the word of God, Jesus himself is the capital T truth and everything must align through Jesus, who is the ultimate Mm. capital T truth. But there is a small T truth that Again, when you receive a word like this or, or you hear from God and write it down like this, this is your, your small T truth coming from God. But I do think that was such an important um, thing to mention that, like, again, you have to place it in the proper priority. Mm-hmm. So my small T truth, which is very real for you, when you receive that from the Lord, you you take that, you take that and let that make your spirit alive and make your spirit comforted and make your spirit ready for whatever it is that's coming in that day. Like it is, it is preparation for you to walk in the fullness of all that God has for you and what he's prepared for you to walk in, in any particular day. But again, it, we can never use that as sort of a manipulation to get what we want to, well, God told me, so I don't have to come under any other type of authority or I don't have to like, we can, we can sometimes, especially the more convinced we are that God has spoken to us, we can sometimes allow that small T truth, that small T revelation to override the capital T truth of the word of God. And also the other kind of checks and balances that God has put in place. We have to make sure it's rightly prioritized in our life that again, we're not coming and saying, well, this is what God spoke to me. So you're wrong about this, 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 and this. And again, every single one of us is on a journey of like trying to get to know God and be known by God. And so every single one of us understands God through our broken filters. (laughs) Like I wish it wasn't the way so true, right? Though. Like I wish it wasn't the way. And again, you probably so have good. friends 
you know, who every time that they talk about what God is saying, it comes through like a harsh negative lens or, you know, God is very, God is very judgmental or God is very critical or God is very, you know, it's all about the holiness of God and we never ever can, you know, so like we all have these filters that we bring into, there could be legalism, there could be like all of these different kinds of things. And like we view God through those broken lenses and those broken Mm -hmm. filters. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so, so, so important that we recognize how much priority even this practice that we're talking about today should take in our life. It should never, ever, ever override the capital T truth, truth of the word of God. Now, in the midst of this, that's why it's so important for us to be in the word, be reading the word, be able to discern what the word is saying, be able to study it, be able to understand it in context, whether it be Old Testament, New Testament, like what is Mm. God actually trying to help us understand about him and about the person of Jesus? Remember, the entire scripture from start to finish is pointing us to the Savior, Jesus, the Son, the grace of God, the gospel. It's every single, every single story from the very first word to the very end is pointing to this very, very powerful revelation of what Jesus has done for us and the invitation of partnership with God Mm. to build the kingdom of God here on earth, on earth as it is in heaven. So this, right, so we have to be able to understand and we have to study and we have to do it in community. And so I'm right here going to put a plug in for HeartStrong. Do it, Lori. (laughs) Because we need to do this together. And this is really what HeartStrong is all about. It's about getting into the word of God every day, which doesn't like feel... that exciting like honestly like when you're in it every day it's not that every single day is like this like eye-opening experience with God but we but the literal job of the Holy Spirit is to bring revelation of Jesus to our life and so this is the very nature of this beautiful beautiful unfolding mystery that we get to be a part of every single day so whether it is through practices like we're talking about today of sitting and listening and what is God saying and how is he speaking and how is he ministering to you it's a revelation the Holy Spirit is trying to reveal the power of Jesus and what Jesus has done and what Jesus said and how he did it to us and that's exactly what our focus is this year in HeartStrong we're going to go through the Old Testament which again doesn't like it doesn't talk about Jesus specifically but every single Every single story is actually pointing to a com- the need for a coming savior. And that's what we want to mm-hmm. show. That's what we want to unpack together in community so that the Holy Spirit can continue to bring the revelation of the capital T truth over everything else. I so holding all of those that. in tension is, you know, is part of the discernment of walking yeah. this out. And we need each other for that. We can't actually do that alone. Mm-hmm. I love that, Lori. Honestly, yeah. all of that, because we really do need to continually grow. And thank you, God, for the work of the Holy Spirit. Because even as you're talking, like the truth, as we look at the word, as we need discernment, I love that. I just read that one journal entry that I had because it's like God saying, I'm with you. Like I have given you all that you need. And you know what? The greatest, it says even deposit to guarantee what is to come as the Holy Spirit. So even we work like often, and we just want to encourage you, like as we're doing heart strong, like if you have not signed up, sign up. Honestly, it is an incredible discipline to walk through. And uh, all of these things work together 
to help like really grow us up and establish us that God, Christ can make his home in our hearts and establish us to know his love that surpasses all understanding. This is really about knowing the continual depth of God's love and his truth. But as you open your word in heart strong to say, Holy Spirit, show me, give me your eyes. I love what you said, like the filters, how we can see things. Give me, show me the truth of scripture. Show me your truth. Help me. And this is exactly how it works. We dive into community. We listen to people talk. You're listening to a podcast today. This is how we're really able to grow and learn. Iron sharpens iron. We're, We're just with each other, growing together. And so today was just a reminder to say, get involved jump into the word, do the word together with community, not just on your own, because even on our own, we can have these filters that can lead us so quickly off the wrong path that we are actually having scripture, like having our heart finding in scripture what we want to justify. I'm telling you, I I can easily do that. We can all do that. Oh, like, like, oh yeah, that's scripture. That's why this is why I feel this way or we need the Holy Spirit to really bring, allow it to read us like it changes us. And then the part of the journaling, if you're not a journaler, that's okay. You could do this quietly and listen to God to speak to you. But if this is something you want to start practicing, I just want to encourage you. Like as we've talked about the study of the word of God, we want to encourage you in community and then on your own to study the word and then to wait, to write your prayer or to write, to say, Holy Spirit, what are you speaking to me? And some days I just, I, I hear quiet. Some days it's just God speaking to me and I write it down. Sometimes it's just one word. God just says, I love you. I'm, yeah, I love you. Exactly. I'm with you. It's exactly. not always a big, long no. entry. Like, no, it just happened to be the one I wrote a couple weeks ago. And I just wanted to read it because this is exactly where I'm at. And what you're saying, the Lord is affirming. Don't worry. Don't be fearful. What you need, I've already given you for today. You can't borrow from tomorrow. You can't pull from yesterday. What you need is available today because there's no lack in God's kingdom, but I can go in sometimes feel like, God, oh my goodness. And he's like, would you just sit down and let me just speak over you? But this is to help you. So get that pen out. Don't overthink it. And you know what? Just start to practice it and say, God, this is meant for me to try to hear your voice and also to culture, like cultivate a place of intimacy with you where I can just let myself grow individually as your son or as your daughter. And Honestly, if you just start to put this little piece into practice, I can affirm to you, it's going to start to do something so supernatural in your heart that you'll realize how seen you are by God, how loved you are by God uniquely. You're not one of billions. You are in his eyes when he's with you. You are the apple of his eye. His, all his affection is on you. And it's, it's a, the mystery of God. But you are not just lumped in a sum. You are individual and you're going to experience that, that individual love, that individual ministry that God wants to give. And it's not just when you come to church or when you go to an altar and a conference, it is available to you every day because God is always available to minister. That's right. That, that is just, this is really, really powerful today, you know, and the thing that happens every single day when we... Um, lean into these spaces and spend this time with God and take the time to walk through this process. Again, something like this, like what we're describing today, it doesn't have to be super lengthy, right? Again, because when we say, okay, start and pick up the word of God, you can read a verse. You can read You can read one chapter. It's, you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours. Read one verse, sit for three minutes in solitude. Mm -hmm. Like we're not saying like read for a half an hour, sit 
for 20 minutes in solitude. Now you can, you can like time, like in the presence of God, really you, you can do it for as long as you wish, but let's say you have a half an hour in the morning. Like that's what you have. You can do all this in a half an hour. And what will happen is God will give you what you need for that day. And you won't necessarily like feel it Like it doesn't necessarily feel like something. You might even leave your time with the Lord and feel like, oh, that was kind of like I didn't get anything. You might not. It's not always like a big experience or feels like something. But the practice every day will actually fill you and sustain you with this grace for whatever it is the day holds. Like it will happen every day. If you do it at night, it will help you to process what happened that day. It will prepare you for sleeping. You'll wake up the next day and you'll have what you need for what it is that that day holds. And, you know, you will only see it when you look back in hindsight. Mm. You won't necessarily feel it in the moment because will you still have hardship? Absolutely. Will you still have stresses? Yes. For sure. Will you still have anxious things happening? Yes. Will you still have like even really hard things that are happening in your family and your life and your work? And uh, yes, they will. They, they don't stop because you're doing this, but you all of a sudden will have a sustaining grace that you didn't even know was possible. You will go through these things differently than you did before. And this is the power of this practice. And you'll only see it when you look back. When you look back, you'll say, I cannot believe all that I have gone through in the last two months, month, in the last year. And yet God was so faithfully with me. He spoke to me in the midst of all of this. What would normally probably send you away from God, push you away from him, bring you into a depression, bring you into a deep, deep time of isolation. All of a sudden you've come through this very similar hardship, but you are completely different Mm. in the hardship. So again, I'm not saying doing this is going to mean nothing bad will ever happen. And all of a sudden you're going to be on this like high of like... But listen to the yeah. words, yes. you know, that Rhonda shared. They're words to sustain through hardship. <laughs> like all of them were like, I love you. I'm going to be with you. I will give you the wisdom. Why do you need wisdom? Because you're facing circumstances you don't know what to do. Like all of them are the preparation and the promise that God is going to be faithful when you need him the most. Mm. As we prepare to end this podcast, I think it would be really, really beautiful if there was either maybe another short exhortation or maybe repeat the first one that you read to us um, just to close out today, just some other words of love and tenderness as we close today, because I think we've been able to process a lot of really neat, deep things. And I think just to leave kind of in that exhortation place would be so, so beautiful. So um, yeah, we'd love for you just to maybe close us out with one more uh, word. I love that. I am doing a new thing and I want you to behold it. Put away the former things and allow me to renew your mind, your thinking, and to put my heart, my way, my truth, my words, and my will within you. It will be my way and it will be done a way that may seem opposite to what is natural, how it's been done before. But behold, I am doing a new thing and I have positioned you for such a time. Will you trust me? Will you listen? Will you follow? And will you do what I'm asking you to do? 
I desire to share my mysteries with you and my heart and will not leave you in the dark. I will give you consistent revelation and direction for you each and every moment so you may know my voice for you are mine. Do you believe? Do you believe I can do the impossible? Do you believe that I am the God of the miraculous? Do you believe that I can do all things? Watch, see, and move. Behold, I am doing a new thing. It is springing up now. Behold. I really believe that somebody listening today needed that word. That that not only was a prophetic word for you, Rhonda, that God gave to you, but also for somebody that's listening today. So thank you for for ministering to us in that way and for speaking that over us. And we receive that today. Thank you so much. That's so, so beautiful. Oh, well, thank you for the honor. What a joy to do this together and just open up our hearts and our lives, even when it's uncomfortable or we can share some of those things, but just to encourage each other. And you all have something to give. I just want to say that as we're closing our podcast today, you all have something to give. May you not diminish even a simple journal entry, a simple moment where you feel like to encourage someone that you don't push it aside and think, oh, it's not that profound. Because even as I share something like that, I can walk away today and even I have to silence like, wow, that wasn't overly profound or what if someone thought that was kind of weird? I have to silence those thoughts, even myself. So even I just feel to encourage you that today as you begin to practice or as you have just been felt God speaking to you or as you've been saying, I really want to minister more to people around me and God gives you a simple word of encouragement, don't diminish. Even the most simplest of words or moments can have the most profound effects. It's not always these big grandiose moments. And honestly, in my life, some of the most simple things that God has said, I love you. I'm with you have ministered so deeply in those moments than like 10 pages of journaling. Like those moments, you have no idea what it can speak to someone's life. So what I'm saying is right in this moment is don't diminish who you are in the body of Christ, how God is using you, how God wants to speak to you. And even as you're writing, don't diminish what God is speaking to you. Don't change it. God might be speaking such incredible, profound words that you do not believe. Don't diminish it or silence it. Let these words speak new identity, new purpose. Behold, God's doing a new thing. But we can diminish how we move out and we can also diminish what God is speaking because we don't always feel like we're that important. But you know, the truth of the matter is he's the one that's the greatest. And so we just want to hear from him and move from that place. So be encouraged. You are love. Follow the king. Linger at his table because he wants to speak to you today. That's right. And keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Turn northward. Keep your gaze fixed on Jesus over everything else. There's so many things that are going to want to grab your attention, going to want to distract you, going to want to pull from you. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. He wants to speak to you. He wants to show you how much he loves you. And we love you too. And we if do. you want to sign up for HeartStrong, go to heartstrong.life. Join us. We're going to be there. We are going to be there. And it starts in on April 1st, 2022. You can register anytime though. Come in, join us, be with us. We would love to grow in God's word and continuing to hear his voice as he speaks through his word together with you. So bless you today. Have a wonderful day. We love you. 